0: The Trump administration has been pushing to move the Bureau of Land Management headquarters a few steps away from Washington, D.C., namely to Grand Junction, Colorado. The thinking is the bulk of the millions of acres under BLM jurisdiction are already out west. But several former BLMers have voiced caution. One of them is former BLM deputy director for operations, Henry Besson. Mr. Besson, good to have you on.
1: Thank you, sir. Glad to be on.
0: Why don't we start with the status of this move? Because toward the end of the year and when the whole budget cycle was being approved by Congress and signed by the President for the fiscal twenty twenty. How does this what's the status of this move at this point?
1: Well, I think you know that a small group of us went back in mid December to try to convince Congress through the budget process to stop the move and that was not successful so as it stands right now uh, the administration is moving ahead with the BLM headquarters move the Congress passed the budget we were hopeful that it would have something in there in the form of language that would prevent the move but what it actually did was it was silent on the move in the main part of the budget and provided level funding for the move which means They have all the money that they need to go ahead and make this happen. What it did do, however, was it included report language, which requires the secretary of the Department of Interior to come up to the Hill every 30 days and report out the status of the move and uh, to discuss the status of the vacancies and just, you know, how things are going.
0: And what is your understanding of the status of how many people are planning to go? How many vacancies? What do you what what's what do you understand to be the situation? Well,
1: the BLM issued notices to 156 people that they either had to move where, where they were being directed, or they were likely going to lose their jobs. And our organization has enough contacts in the Washington office; we felt we had a pretty good handle on how many people would be making the move, and that would be roughly 20% or less of those employees. And a few weeks ago, the acting director for the BLM, uh, Mr. Penley, put out an op-ed and basically said that the results of the tabulation of the responses to the letter showed that 80% of those employees were going to be making the move to Grand Junction and other places in the West. And we don't believe those numbers are accurate. I think if you were to ask them what the number is, I would say they would probably tell you they don't know because a lot of people for various reasons, indicating that they're not making the move while they continue to look for jobs. They don't want to be fired. They need to feed their families. And so we think the number is going to be closer to what we predicted, which is somewhere around 20 percent of those employees, not what the administration is currently projecting.
0: So there wouldn't be much of a headquarters wherever it is at that point.
1: Well, you know, the, the plan right now is to not create much of a headquarters you know they they are moving several hundred people out to the west and putting them in duty stations all over the west in seven different locations these are headquarters individuals who will be doing headquarters functions some of them can come from the same organizations in Washington and they'll be spread apart their supervisors will be the, the lead supervisors the assistant directors will be in Grand Junction and most of their employees are going to be scattered all over so it's you know, right right now, initially they planned to. They they said they were going to have 27 people in Grand Junction, and now it's up to 40. And we think if if they truly want this to be successful, now that it looks like it's going to happen, they really need to do more like 80 or 90 or even 100 people in Grand Junction and have them in one location, so they can perform headquarters functions, interdisciplinary. Sure. Uh, in. in Know in, in that fashion, so we're not real happy with the whole thing.
0: We're speaking with Henry Bisson, he's former deputy director of operations at the Bureau of Land Management. And Let's get to the heart of it. What is your major objection to the moving of this headquarters?
1: Well, I, I think the, the major objection is that we feel strongly that, you know, first of all, it's taxpayer money that's funding it, and we don't understand the reasons. So the, the reasons put forward stem from you know, having boots on the ground, having people from Washington out in the West where they can relate to the decisions that are being made because that's where the public land is. It's primarily in the West. But the Bureau already has 97% of its employees in the West. They live in the cities, towns, counties, and states across the West. And, you know, more than 90% of the decisions that are made are made by those people, not by these headquarters individuals. And so having them closer to the ground, is it going to make a difference on how decisions happen to most of the people that live in the West? For those that have very significant decisions that are upcoming or for decisions the Bureau is making regarding to land use plans and so on, you know, there's a perception that it could result in different outcomes.
0: And if there is a major decision, can't someone from headquarters, I guess, hop on a plane and go out there for a couple of days to oversee that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because we've always viewed... The headquarters in Washington as a place where people could take issues to that they were concerned about. If they felt like there was injustice or decisions made in the West weren't right, they could at least go back to somebody in Washington. Most of those people have, within the Bureau, had Western experience. They came from the West and they went back to Washington to serve three or four or five years and then back out in leadership roles, which was a valuable experience for them. But there's always a way for people to get their decisions reviewed if they need to back in Washington. They don't. It doesn't have to be in the West. It really makes no sense to do what they're doing.
0: And by the way, what is it like in Grand Junction? I mean, it's not a very big city. It's not like moving, say, some of the people from agriculture to Kansas City, which is somewhat more of a major metropolis.
1: Yeah, you know, I love Grand Junction. I used to live and work in Grand Junction. And, and, and I've lived in Grand Junction and Montrose. Uh, and and the people there are already showing how much they care about the employees that are being moved there. And I think that's a good thing for those people. But as I said, most of the employees aren't going there. They're going to be replaced by others coming from other locations, both within and outside of the Bureau. It's different. Uh, you know, There are, there are people who work in our Washington office who've never lived in communities like that who would have – a challenge adjusting to that community but there's a lot of people who came from the west who would have no difficulty but they can't make the move for family reasons. Yeah, to go uh, 2000
0: miles to see a Redskins game is probably a kind of a tough yeah, duty.
1: Yeah, you know, the interesting thing is is through throughout this process in our visits on the hill what we got was well, this is a political thing, you know, from congressional staffs and others who you know, have listened to us and, and expressed some concern about it, but they've declined to get involved because they viewed us political. And, and that, well, maybe in a year from now, you know, if things change at the national level politically, well, maybe it can all be put back together again, but that's not going to happen. Uh, the individuals, particularly those that are being spread to seven different states to function as headquarters are not going to move out there and then turn around and move back again a year or two later. Sure. Uh, it's, this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime chance to try to get it right if they're going to do this. And we think they need to sit down with the senior leaders in the Bureau and develop a better strategy for organizing that headquarters office because it's going to fail as it's organized right now.
0: And if only 20% of the people from headquarters end up wherever the new headquarters is, say Grand Junction, it sounds like there would be a pretty considerable brain drain which might work against the efficacy of the agency. Yeah,
1: yeah it's it's going to be significant. Uh, you know, I, I would contend that some of the people that I know that are leaving are people with, you know, decades of experience in very particular resource areas and technical knowledge that just can't be replaced, and, and they should be paying them significant dollars to stay, not to go and let them live wherever they need to to get their jobs done because they're that valuable but they're going out the door. And it's happening in many, many disciplines.
0: Henry Besson is former Deputy Director of Operations at the Bureau of Land Management. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Well, thank you, Tom. I really appreciate your interest in this issue, and I appreciate having a chance to visit with you.
0: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.